Hey guys, this is Georgia with Ancient Aliens, and you're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens with Jamie and Bree. You're listening to That One Time I Was Abducted by Aliens. I'm Jamie. I'm Bree, and we're two sides of the coin. Hey, space travelers. Welcome back to another episode. How is everyone doing in this galactic, wonderful, beautiful time? Right. Wonderful, beautiful. The rest of the world is just freaking out. Everything's on fire. (laughs) But yeah, stay positive. In my head, everything's fine. Me too. You know, you could say I'm dissociating. (laughs) Tell me, how is California for you right now? It is nuts. It's like you, you can't even see the hills you know, Jamie used to live here. You can see the hills at all times. They're not far away. We pretty much live in a valley, but then the hills are right there. You cannot see the hills. It is just that dense of smoke. So over here in Vegas, the smoke has been pretty chill or the skies have been pretty chill. But lately the smoke has started to go over here. And like right now outside, like it's it's like not it's not as bad as California for sure, but it's smoggy over here. You forget how close I am to California. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, there it is. Oh, well, I'm in the center of everything. I'm in the middle. There's fires south, west, east, and north. You're stuck. They started evacuating parts of Morgan Hill. Wow, really? It's just weird. Everyone's kind of on the, the lookout. So if I happen to get one of those crazy alerts... While we're recording, I apologize. I keep getting them for updated evacuation orders and all that stuff. And of course, we're expecting more lightning tonight and I think possibly tomorrow. And that's what caused all of these fires to begin with. So fingers are crossed that nothing starts directly by me, you know. We can only hope and I hope you're safe and perfect. But of course, as always, I will say to you for the millionth time, just come and live in Vegas with me. I'm good. You can have my bedroom. Come on over. I'm all right. No fire here. No fire there, but the rest of the world is still freaking crazy, which I think was the inspiration for us digging into CERN, right? Because there's a bunch of conspiracy theories going on right now. So many. One of them potentially has to do with CERN. CERN, honestly, since pretty much its conception has kind of been shrouded in mystery and the occult and, you know, people calling it, you know, a fraternity are a secret club that people can't get into. So there's a lot there's a lot of conspiracy. And what's funny about it is a lot of the conspiracy that's going around today about it is stuff that's been going around for a long time. So it's not anything new. Well, that's with a lot of conspiracies right now, even like with the whole pedophile stuff. I'm not saying that's 100% a conspiracy, but it's just that, that those theories have been around for years. And it seems like now is a time where everyone has this type of, it's almost like a common knowledge everyone's heard of it. Most people are jumping on board. And so it seems like really a time where all these conspiracies are coming forward. No, absolutely. So what is CERN, Brie? CERN is the European Organization of Nuclear Research. I think it's important that we emphasize the European part. The United States is not a part of this per se. It just trips me out because all these countries are involved, but yet you don't hear United States. Well, it's because the United States has its own version of this here in the States. It's not as big, obviously, and isn't coming up with as many things. The United States has something called an observer status where we can observe and we definitely donate lots of money to them. But we're not our hand isn't in it. 
now. Our scientists aren't there. No, that's the thing. There are scientists from America who are there, but not necessarily like America scientists. Not involved, but they are. They're like shadowing. The United States isn't there on like an official, it's not like officially the United States, but there's definitely scientists from America that are there and are doing research. I have a feeling like we have a bigger presence, but it's a a hush-hush type of thing. So where is CERN located? It is on the border between Switzerland and France. And this place is huge. I think it's like its own town. Pretty much at this point it is. And the big part of it is most of it's all underground. The colliders are underground, but the property itself of CERN is so big that, you know, it has its own like coffee shops, its own... It's its own campus. Right. So the biggest thing that they have there and why people freak out is the LHC. Large Hydron Collider. CERN was formed 1954. We can start off by a strange conspiracy, possibly, that that was the exact same year that the Bilderberg meetings were established as well. Oh, interesting. So there's a possibility that there could be a connection there because you have like leaders from all around the world that are doing these meetings, right? And then everyone is coming together from all around the world at CERN. So you're saying basically like, CERN might have possibly been the Bilderberg group. I think that there has to be some type of connection there. And so let's talk about what they really do there. The The LHC is this large hydron collider. It's basically a particle accelerator. They're smashing different types of particles together. Using magnetics, these giant magnetics and like helium and weird fluids and gases and shit. And they're taking them with like these laser precisions, these particles down to a teeny, eeny bitsy point. And then directing them at each other and hoping that they smash together. And they do. And when they do, they collide head on. The speed that they are colliding is close to the speed of light. It's like 99.9999999, the speed of light. So tell me why we can't take that type of same technology and make it on a mass scale and then produce spaceships that go that far. I'm sure there's a scientific explanation why, but that's where my brain went. Who says we don't already? I know, but I'm saying general knowledge to the public. Why is it that we can't put that in a freaking spaceship? Maybe that's going to be addressed next year. You know what I mean? It's on next year's agenda of things to release. Yes. Okay. So they're close to the speed of light. Possible tiny mini black holes is the biggest conspiracy here. Mm -hmm. Their biggest discovery has been the Higgs boson. Which is also known as the God particle. Right, the God particle that they've been searching for. The theory was suggested by Peter Higgs. He wrote a book in 1964 and he was an American, but they didn't discover this particle until much later. I believe it was in 2012, actually. And so they named it the Higgs boson after Peter Higgs. And 2012 is an important date because the finding of the Higgs boson, a lot of people have this conspiracy about 2012. And so we'll get into that. So keep that in the back of your mind. This discovery is very important because it's basically the invisible universal field that gives mass to matter. It's a new subatomic particle that they discovered. And so they're hoping to obviously discover more unseen particles, but it's really the fact that they are slamming different particles together to see the reaction and also to go back to what happened with the Big Bang. How did the universe start? It was this collision of particles. How did the particle even exist? They're going like backwards, 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 kind of to see how the beginning of time even started. 
And so obviously that sparks a lot of fear into people because one, you'll have a very conservative Christian side that will say though that's the work of God, right? So you're meddling with things that only God should be doing or know how it happened. And two, that then you could create your own type of big bang, your own mini black hole. Because if you're going to recreate the same process, there's a possibility that then you create the same thing. And then there's also the idea that they did create a black hole when it happened and we got sucked into it. And here we are now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't know. It's hard for me to believe, but the accelerator is just so, so large. It's incredible how large it is. When I heard that this is in Switzerland, because I'll tell you, I had no idea it was in Switzerland. I thought it was just some place in Europe. When I heard Switzerland and France border, I'm like, why? Why? Why there? Something I found that was really interesting is when they were actually digging to create the Large Hydron Collider and and create the CERN campus, they came across Roman artifacts that dated back into 309 to 315 AD. There's also, you know, let's go towards more the conspiracy side of CERN. There's a lot of people saying that that area is uh, what people consider to be hell, like digging down inside of there, that there's a portal to hell down there. So a big reason that CERN ended up putting it there is because they were by this portal to hell. Mm. And let's get into the religious side of the conspiracy. They say that the whole point of CERN putting the LHC there and using it was to create a portal to hell that was, you know, already there to activate it and to summon the Antichrist and or resurrect ancient gods, depending on who you ask. A lot of the Christians say Antichrist. A lot of people who aren't Christians say, you know, ancient Roman gods and things like that. Which is interesting if you have these ancient Roman artifacts it was like a Roman villa, remnants, you know, of like pottery and whatnot. And then you want to connect it to Roman gods. That is interesting. Well, and CERN itself is very connected to this whole idea of ancient gods. I mean, They have a giant statue in front of their property, you know, Shiva. And we'll circle back to Shiva. But basically imagine this giant, giant hydron collider. And actually just this June, they did announce the green light to go forth in creating an even larger one. That's going to take about $24 billion US dollars to build. So we have that to look forward to in the future. So we have a bunch of conspiracy that started over the fact that they could possibly be generating these little black holes. And CERN actually does a really good job at addressing a lot of these theories, these conspiracies and stuff. Yeah, it's all over their website. Like they're answering questions and stuff. Which I I actually really appreciate because they could just completely ignore it. Of course. So they said the black holes that we're thinking of is basically not possible. In the cosmological sense, that's not going to happen. But could they potentially create tiny quantum level sized black holes? Yes. But because they are so small and on that quantum level, they're safe, that it would be perfectly safe for them to do. And basically how exciting that would be if they could create that. And a lot of this also comes back to Stephen Hawking. People quote him saying how dangerous the Higgs boson could be. The fact that Stephen Hawking himself made comments that this is dangerous, that we should take this seriously, but he wasn't referencing the work that they're doing at CERN. He's saying the Higgs boson in general, because obviously it created the Big Bang. But again, with this quantum size level, it's not even comparable and it's nothing that we should worry about. Well, at least that's what they're saying, because there's a lot of questions on there like, can it influence the weather? And same thing. They said no. 
like you're saying, magnets. The way that they're running the superconductor is with magnets. So high-powered magnets are using the force against each other to create these kind of speeds. And so apparently those magnets have its own electromagnetic field. So therefore it can't interfere with Earth's energetic field. You will find crazy videos online that make it look like this guy is popping open. There was a video that went around which looks like a portal was opening up in front of CERN and there's this UFO that descends and then zips back inside. So everyone's like, whoa, look what they're doing at CERN. But they're saying that's impossible. Electromagnetic fields, bro. It's always going to be like the scientists against the conspiracy theorists, but then some other aspects of CERN raises a lot of question in conspiracy. And so that's why I think it's important that we also represent more of the scientific reasoning and then jump into more of conspiracy because I don't believe it's fair to 100% jump into conspiracy without understanding the scientific definition for these things, like why and how. And if you know enough about that, then I feel like you know what conspiracies are just completely ludicrous. Well, speaking of CERN conspiracy videos, why don't we talk about the CERN ritual video? And I actually already have it posted on our Instagram. So anyone who wants to go and look at it as of recording, it's already up there. Let me just I'll describe a little bit what goes on here. You know, it, it depicts a supposed occult ritual that's going on right in like the middle of CERN, right in front of their Shiva statue. And the video shows several people kind of dressed in these black cloaks and they're surrounding this like woman who's like starts to lay in the middle of the ground who's wearing like a white dress. And then it looks like they're like stabbing her, maybe like she's a sacrifice, like she's a sacrifice. And the whole thing is filmed from a like perspective of like someone in a window somewhere. And they're like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look, what's, look what's happening. And then at the end, when they stab her, he like runs out. and He's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm assuming, Brie, you've seen the video. Yeah, absolutely. My first thought was, is this a theatrical performance? Because they do that a lot. But because the person that's recording it is freaking out and it's so cheesy to me, I'm like, okay. And I've also seen how this is disproved. Well, and, and what's funny about it is, you know, you're talking about the CERN website and how they uh, they answer questions. It's a question that they answered on there. And they addressed it and they said, oh, it's just fiction. Obviously, like someone was doing some sort of a prank and we don't really approve of it, but we'll look into it. And it was just like, OK, at least at least they they, they weren't like they were just like, yeah, it happened. We didn't want it to. We'll look into it. I believe they got in trouble. So if you look at the reflection of the person recording this that's in the window, he's also wearing the same type of like hooded cloak. So obviously this person is involved it looks like they were staging this, probably trying to fuel the fire of CERN having this satanic background and possibly doing rituals and offering sacrifices. And so the whole thing is really a joke, but really it looks like a bunch of people got together and did this and posted it. And I guarantee you they were kicked out. I thought I saw something that CERN said they're taken care of. Yeah. Who knows how? I don't know exactly what happened to him, but it's very, it's very interesting. I really, I, I, I thought it was a funny video. And so like, I enjoyed watching it, but I didn't think it was real by any means. No, it's so, it's so cheesy, but it's still there. And people are very gullible. And it could also be a situation maybe where you make something look crazy and you joke about it. So people never take it seriously. But really, maybe you're putting in front of people's faces that you are doing that. 
Who knows? It, it, it could really be any of those things in all honesty. Well, like I said, at first I thought it was some type of art performance because artists also have a residency at CERN. So there aren't just scientists of all shapes and sizes and forms, but there's also artists. It's interesting. At first I thought, why would they be together? And then the more I looked into it, the more I saw how everything actually goes hand in hand. The scientists there are actually creating creation and the artists are very inspired by that. And they're also creating. And so they're putting together these different arts to represent that. It's exploration and creation kind of in synergy here. Oh, yeah. CERN definitely is an organization that cares about science and arts, you know, all, all those extracurriculars in school, you know what I mean? Those things that get the first kind of funding that's cut, those kind of things. You know, there's even been a movie that was filmed at CERN, about CERN, about the guy who uh, found the Higgs boson. It's a opera. Did you know that? They have the weirdest shit, honestly. And that's what fuels the conspiracy for me are watching these art performances. Yeah, because a lot of them are very deeply based in these like rituals and these occult kind of things. And, and and this religious organizations and things like that. It's very it's interesting when you see that it's a community of science, but the kind of art that's being put on is very leaning towards culty, religious-y backgrounds. When they built the tunnels, it's the largest tunnel in the entire world. They put on this big art performance and it was a ceremony, right? Look at everything that we've done. So it's this big cer ceremony in honor of the grand opening of this huge tunnel. And you have the top executive type of people in the world watching on both sides. And it's just a creepiest performance of dark underground things workers dancing in weird ways and then it looks like the hydron collider itself is opening up it really looks like a portal into another dimension there's a creepy face in there there's these three weird angelic but almost demon angelic like beings that are like floating in the air everyone takes their clothes off and they're like moaning and screaming it sounds like baby cries and then it looks like orgies and then a goat man appears, which is Baphomet, which everyone associates Satanists with, right? The goat man. Mm -hmm. And he appears and he's running around. The whole time I'm thinking, are you kidding me? That itself is what fuels conspiracy theorists. How are you going to tell me that this has nothing to do? Like, like that just fuels the conspiracy that people have about their work there, that they're meddling with the devil, that they're maybe having doing sacrifices, opening up the portal to hell. That pretty much is what the performance was. Did you get a chance to watch any of them? Yeah, I've seen bits and pieces of it. And it's just, I mean, to me, it looks like very uh, Bilderberg status kind of shit that they would be doing. And that's like the type of people, the type of people that attend Bilderberg are basically the type of gentlemen that are sitting in the stands watching this and everyone's clapping like, oh, this is amazing. And I'm just like, are you are you kidding me? Is there not one person there that's freaked out by this or like, why? How, what is the symbolism here? I see it. But then overall, I just see strange, deep, occult, sacrificial, demonic energy overall. I mean, I, I agree with you personally. Why don't we're talking about the devil? So I feel like we have to talk about Shiva. Shiva. 
Yeah, we're talking Satanism. Apparently, Satan, another thing people pick apart is the freaking 666 and the CERN logo. But really, if you look mm-hmm. at it, that's the shape of the Hydron Collider. You have this giant circle and then the movement as it goes around each of the other accelerators. That's the movement. So, Which is also them opening a portal to hell for Satan. But, you know, whatever. Whatever. I mean, if, if I was going to make a sigil in the Earth with giant magnetics, I mean, I was go- I'm was i going to make it say 666. Like, let's just be realistic. But it's not. It's not. It's really not. I'll believe you. It's really not. You're baby Satan. (laughs) (laughs) The older I get, the more I'm just like, I can't with a lot of things. I'm, yeah. You know what? It's because we're getting closer to being back to our fifth dimensional self. Maybe that's what it is. Just, hey, listen, just remember, you signed a fucking soul contract to be here. You did this to yourself. No, I'm having a great time, honestly. Okay, good. No complaints. I have no, zero complaints. Okay, good. (laughs) Someone even asked me, like, oh my God, is it the end of the world because of everything that's happening? And I'm like, who cares if it is? Yeah. I'm not tripping. Yeah, who, I honestly, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm ready for it. They're like, really? You're not, you wouldn't care if you like died right now? And I'm like, I'm not saying I wouldn't care, but I wouldn't be angry. Yeah. The plan is the plan why are we so depressed it is what it is yes it is what it is we just have to find your own peace within and just ride the waves that's what i'm saying vibes anyway so possibly weird satanic symbolism shiva is a hindu god which, in my opinion, has nothing to do with Satan. I don't even want to start a link there. But uh, that's what everyone draws it to, though. That's the thing. I know. And that's what irritates me. Yeah. Everyone else draws that connection. When India joined CERN, they gifted them this Shiva as a symbolism because in it, Shiva's doing this cosmic dance. And their whole symbolism was, is you know, you're basically looking into our our own cosmic dance that created us like that's really fundamentally what you're looking for so that was the reason that they gifted them this shiva statue but the entire world was like no let me oh, skirt let me give you the real reason that's because the shiva statue that they gave them that they gave them is the shiva nataraja i'm not saying this right nataraja i'm butchering it but let's just go with it okay the nataraja <laughs> That's the dance itself. So not not every Shiva statue looks like that. But that is the cosmic dance. People overall just see this as the god of destruction. But that's that's kind of at first glance. So you have Shiva and there's kind of like a spiral of fire behind Shiva. And he's got fire in one hand. He's got one foot that looks like he's standing on a baby, but it's not. It's supposed to be like a dwarf demon. And that what that's supposed to represent is conquering over ignorance. Which is incredibly ironic, considering that everybody thinks that it's like some satanic sculpture. I know. Okay, so one, this type of dance from Shiva, people have been studying the different symbolisms for centuries. So there isn't necessarily one concrete way in which each thing means, but the overall consensus is that this is the dance of life force. The fire is representing like not just destruction, but overall it's rebirth. So it might look like Shiva is just in the midst of destroying, but it's also creation. He's got the cobra wrapped around him. And, you know, some people see that as conquering evil. But overall, what do we see time and time again in symbolism? It's knowledge. Even when people want to connect that to Satan, that's because the serpent offered knowledge to Adam and Eve. And that's why we're all cursed, right? But it's knowledge. 
So Shiva is in the dance emanating life force. It's the destruction, but it's also creation. And that's what the universe is. Every part of existence is destruction and creation. And you continue to create anew by what's left over. It's like our lives. We're born, we live, we accomplish things, and we die. And there's a circular motion to that. It really is the dance of the cosmos. And that is what they're also doing there at CERN. It's the dance of of particles. There's a plaque in front of Shiva. And I thought that the most important quote that I think sums all this up is, Modern physics has shown that the rhythm of creation and destruction is not only manifestation in the term of the seasons and in the birth and death of all living creatures, but is also the very essence of inorganic matter. For the modern physicist then, Shiva's dance is the dance of subatomic matter. Which to me and you makes perfect sense. We're like, yep, we dig it. But you also have to think though, like, it does seem a little occulty and a little, you know, throw in some. Why is it that it's a cult when it's not mainstream Christian religion? Why is it that you can't have like a, if there was a Jesus statue or a Mother Mary statue, would people say the same thing? No, because that's the parallel universe that we live in where we only think of Christianity and Jesus and that religious ideology as being the norm and everything else is considered occulty and mystic and witches and burn it to the ground. And I just find it quite beautiful, the statue. You know, people are like, look, a bunch of scientists overall, people don't think scientists believe in God, but obviously they believe in something. And I always say that I think mainstream science comes down to a type of religion. You can break something apart, but just because you see how it's happening doesn't mean there's a type of force behind it, which is this God force power, right? Well, and there's also a lot of people saying, especially at CERN, that there is this, you know, religious ideology of science going on there. Like this religion of science is taken so serious there that it verges on that kind of culty line that's going on. So a lot of people say that the scientists and the people who are involved with what's going on there are just so, their head is so science that nothing fucking else matters. And it's like that same turn when we're talking, you know, like, let's say someone's really into being a Catholic, you know, it's that same extremism going on. And so it's an interesting parallel that we spend a lot of our mind and me and you spend a lot of our time kind of separating that sciency and religion, because when you get the two of them mixed together, especially in the alien world, it gets real messy. You know, I love it. Name calling. Yeah, you love it. I'm like, I hate it. But it's interesting that we're so set on science being not a religion. And then here you have these giant group of people who are treating it as a religion. There's so much pressure on them, though. Don't get me wrong. The more we dive into these conspiracies, I have now come to the conclusion that there has to be a split and people that are really there that have no idea that there could be some weird shit happening and then people that really know and are conducting all the weird shit. So I think that the scientists that are there that are just like, hey, I'm just trying to like discover some weird shit and that's it. I think that there's so much pressure between all of them to be the one that discovers something new. You have people from all around the world. Of course, everyone wants to be like, I did it first. It was me. I found this. I predicted this and I found this kind of thing. So I feel like that has to fuel this environment for competition And then that becomes that very rigid scientific mindset and people would just kind of become like a drone to that. 
like I said, you have this maybe really rigid scientific group of people, but I find it interesting that it's overall known there that there's a lot of conspiracy behind all this. And they have a very strange model accelerator outside a little sculpture and it says right on it. It says CERN is not sorcery. Interesting. Right there on campus. Is that kind of like the the Denver airport uh, putting up uh, all the signs everywhere, like cracking jokes that, you know, they have secret underground tunnels and they're occulty and stuff? You think it's like that? That's what I'm thinking. It's another case of uh, we're just going to put it in your fucking face because everyone thinks it's a joke and we're like laughing behind the scenes because look at what the fuck we're getting away with. I honestly think that is the case. Mm -hmm. Surprise, surprise. I will be a middle bitch on this one, but I won't deny that I think there's some weird shit happening there beneath the surface. No pun intended. I do believe that. So hit me with some stuff. Yeah, let's get into some. Okay, so one of one of my favorite ones, let's start off with a good one, is in the early 2000s. There were setbacks and delays going on during this time. And it led people to theorize that somebody was coming back as a time traveler. They were sabotaging the building of it so that way it couldn't get started because some horrible catastrophe was going to happen. Wow. And one of them said something about a time traveling bird that came back with a baguette <laughs> bread that was a bomb and was trying to blow it up. A bird with a baguette. Mm-hmm. You mean baguette bird? Again, birds are all drones so like that's on top like you know on topic for me so i like that one wow but i I found it funny that just because there was some delays everyone's like oh must be time travelers all right so uh, this one isn't so much of a conspiracy as just kind of like some some weirdness that happened and not a lot of people know about it when cern was turned on in 2008 it kind of sort of broke and blew itself up nine days later no one ever really talked about what happened or what kind of impact that had on us. You know, 2008 was an interesting time. We were in the middle of the financial crisis, if I'm correct. Yes. And so, you know, in- interesting time. And it, it breaks. And, you know, a few months later, they put out a report saying that a bunch of gases like helium and things like that were like released to the ground. A lot of people theorized that when that happened, it caused earthquakes and tsunamis around the world and all, you know, all these bad, horrible acts of God kind of weather happened because of this. But of course, no one knew about it at the time. It was only like way later that people were like trying to connect those dots to each other. <laughs> Well, wait, 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 wait. Let me just say, because of this explosion, it created all these other natural catastrophes. I would imagine that we would feel it instantly in that moment if it could have that type of effect. It would be like the recent explosion that just happened. Beirut? Beirut, I want to say. Oh, fuck. The one where like everything blew up and then we don't know what happened. And like we kept, we saw the videos, but then no one told us what actually blew up or like what really did it. Yeah, apparently there was like a bunch of explosives and whatnot in the building that were housed there. But it's like if something like that happened, we saw the shockwave right away. We saw the video. We knew exactly what happened. So that obviously didn't happen in 2008. So did it really? We don't really know. We don't have any idea. And it's like 300 miles underground. Yeah, we, who knows? Or deeper. I mean, I don't know. This could be, this could be, I'm going to make my own conspiracy theory here. This could be a version of Dulce. Oh. Where we have multiple layers and multiple species doing multiple experiments. We have no fucking idea. I'm going to say that CERN kicks Dulce's ass when it comes to conspiracy. You think so? I do. Oh. So let's get into 2012. 
A lot of people say that ever since 2012, the world has not been the same. Are you one of those people, Brie, who think that the world hasn't been the same since 2012? Mm, I think there was an energetic shift, but uh, that's a hard one. You're going to middle bitch yourself on that one, too? I mean, I guess. <laughs> I think you should get like a tramp stamp that says forever a middle bitch. Like, <laughs> No, really? <laughs> <laughs> So this is when they found the God particle. And a lot of people say that the experiment that they conducted that made it so that they could find this God particle created some type of reaction and shifted us into a parallel universe. And a lot of people draw these connections with the Mandela effect, uh, because during this time is when a lot of the Mandela effect kind of started when people were like, hey, this isn't like it's supposed to be, and this isn't like this. And so a lot of people think that them finding that particle and them doing that experiment created a force, Mm. uh, sucked us into a black hole. I mean, who knows what people, there's a lot of different theories about exactly what happened during that time, but The whole gist of it is, is we are not where we were before. There's a possibility. I just don't really see how CERN could have anything to do with that. So here's another thing. So, you know, everyone said that the world was going to end in 2012, Mayan calendar, right? So 2012 is obviously an interesting year where a lot of things were happening. So let's just say we are in a different parallel universe. I can totally subscribe to that idea. I don't necessarily want to say that CERN finding the God particle was the thing that did it because there was a lot of things that are happening in 2012. Again, very cosmically uh, vibrating kind of year. If you if, if you were there and you experienced it, you know what I'm talking about. If you're you were there. <laughs> yeah. If you're too young, you don't know. Or who knows? Maybe you did experience it. We left you in the other fucking universe and we have no goddamn idea. <sighs> the Mayan calendar thing always irritates me because just because it was the end of that calendar doesn't mean that was the world supposed to end. It was supposed to be in a new calendar, a new era. We were entering, not that the world was actually going to end. So everyone needs a big ass flick on the forehead for that. No, I, I agree with you on that one. But in that same sentence that you said there, though, you're basically saying that there's a possibility that we shifted into a new parallel universe because no. that version of that world ended in 2012 with the Mayan calendar and we started something anew. No, it's a new. No, it was a new era because there's new dawns. There's these continuous eras where we're going through like a dissension phase and we're going through an incense ascension phase you almost said an incest phase (laughs) incest i know we're going through an incest phase well i could talk about a whole group of people that i feel like are incest y'all but i'm not gonna go there i'm not getting political about it anyways yeah i i also have a hard time feeling like there's one earth and then there's one parallel earth i feel like we're just hopping back and forth and back and forth and if we did hop, why would everybody hop together? Why wouldn't we hop individually? Great questions. So I'm a firm believer that we're constantly going in and out of stuff. Yeah. Because I've had my own experiences. Me and Brie have talked about it before, where like all of a sudden you get the zhuzhuzhuz and then you're like, oh, I'm definitely not where I was before. <laughs> the shimmers. Remember the shimmers. The shimmers. The shimmer shimmers. Exactly. So, but... Could it be that something like them doing this experiment and creating this made it so that we all shimmered at once? To me, that's a possibility that I can't say no to. You know what I mean? I'm definitely not saying that that's what happened, but it's very plausible. And I don't I don't mind that excuse if that's what really happened. Like, I'm I'm fine with that. That's not something that would shock me or awe me. I'd be like, "Uh, okay, yeah, like that's makes sense to me. 
Yeah, actually, I I feel you on that. I'm more inclined to believe that that has to do with maybe the reason for the Mandela effect weirdness, more so the excuse being 2012 and all that stuff. I could definitely start to see how the Mandela effect has a play and stuff like that. We also have to remember that this whole universe, like, everything's a fractal, right? So it's pretty much like what we're seeing. It's like as above, so below. Everything looks like the same when you just keep going out, 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 or in, 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 in. So if you are meddling with some quantum level particles, there should still be some sort of repercussion, right? Yeah. On the larger scale, maybe unseen, but over time, ripples. Let me get this right. So you're basically trying to say that like, them doing what they're doing in these experiments like this could cosmically be having some sort of consequences that we don't maybe see with our own eyes right now. Yeah, they could be these small ripple effects, which could possibly be the Mandela effect. Like like the butterfly effect? Yes. Got you. Okay. You know, I just feel like there has to be some sort of, I don't know, we're strongly theorizing at this point. No, we we really are. But I'm a big believer that every action has a reaction. I think that that's been proven in physics a million times. So, of course, that's what I'm saying. We have to think about it happening on that scale as well. Like it doesn't just happen where, you know, I knock a glass over and things come out of it. It has to happen on that micro scale in order for physics to even make sense and science and math and all that kind of stuff. So I, I agree with you. Absolutely. But who's to say what's going on right now isn't a side effect of that? Like it's all catching up with itself. Yeah. It's kind of like things might move slowly, the waves, right? But eventually they get closer and closer together. They might start to smack. Mm-hmm. Because mm, now this year, this is what I expected 2012 to be. This year is some 2012 shit. So you're telling me that 2020 has 2012 energy. Absolutely. And did you see, I can't remember exactly what it is. Someone, oh, I've been, I've seen it a couple of times and I scroll because I'm like, that's stupid. Something to do with a calendar, like the Georgian, cal- I can't remember. It's something to do with a calendar and basically everything Basically was- saying that we lost eight years. And so actually this year is 2012. 2012. Yeah. I was like, that's too much of a reach for me, guys. Like as much as yeah. I appreciate a good conspiracy and like ask Brie because I tried to pull some shit at her the other day. Where I was like, does any of this connect? And she's like, no, it doesn't. But I'm like, but Mm-mm. that one doesn't. Uh, you can't just out of nowhere be like, just because 2020 was a bad year, be like, you know what? We were off by eight years. Like, yeah. <laughs> just, that's like that doomsday shit where people are like, it's happening on the second. And then the second comes, they're like, oh, no, I got my math wrong. Like, come on. Like, it, it's either is or it isn't. You either predict it or you don't. We're over that. This isn't 2012, but I feel you it definitely is 2012 energy. I would agree with you on that one. We have that to look forward to next year. We have that to look forward to. Okay, so we have all these conspiracies. I feel like we're we were on board with the last one, right? Possibly some weird shit's going on. The biggest thing that I saw was that CERN has its own tarot cards. And I thought, what the hell? What? What? So there an artist created a tarot deck, if you will. For CERN. Her name is Suzanne Trister. This deck is called Hexen 2.0. Hexen? Hexen. Like they're hexing some bitches? That's what I'm saying. Okay. Or like a hexagon? I have no idea, to be honest with you. Okay, give it to me. These cards are on a whole nother level. Okay. What I feel like these cards represent 
are the deep, deep roots of CERN, who's behind it, what inspires them, what kind of ideology inspires them, like what they're going for. This is the the overall message that I'm getting from these cards all have the same type of themes. I'm going to go over, I don't know, possibly seven or so. Because this is when I told you yesterday, I was like, oh, I wanted to brush up on the whole tarot cards thing. And it was like two hours later. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I didn't even go through all of them. I just clicked out because my brain was getting fried. Okay, give me a big handful. So all of these cards, the overall theme here is like either a person, a figure, and then there'll be like words that sprout from everything. There's always an eye. It seems like at the top eye, if not a million different eyes, there's like these ideas that shoot out from the artistry. So I'm just like naming the words that are on these cards. We start with the full card. The full card says concentration camp of the mind, brave new order, one world order, science fiction. It talks about Timothy Leary's psychic research. So it says MIT, LSD, 1954, the doors of perception. So concentration camp of the mind. Wait. Skirt, skirt. One world order. Hmm? If CERN was found in 1954, and so on these cards it says 1954, the doors of perception. Okay. So we have Timothy Leary is the magician here, and it goes around all of his achievements and his work. So some of the words there are psychologist, futurist, and the strangest part is at the end it says one to four, terrestrial survival. And underneath, it says five to eight, extraterrestrial survival. I'm confused. Me too. It's very strange. This whole five to eight extraterrestrial survival, I have no idea what that means. But underneath that, it also says proponent of psychedelic drugs, virtual reality systems, cyberspace, space migration, intelligence increase, life extension. Tell me that's not weird. Super, super weird. None of those words necessarily make sense with what's going on. Well, they're talking about Timothy Leary. So they're saying like proponent of psychedelic drugs, virtual reality. I mean, you could take a lot of psychedelics and reality starts to look like a virtual reality. And then you also start to see how they're almost like the same thing. And our perception is like a type of virtual reality. We could be plugged in. It's like the Matrix, right? All of this really starts to come together on these cards. The next one, the High Priestess, talks about the Macy Conferences. The people who attended the Macy Conferences, their interests in cybernetics. It says the science of control and communication of the animal and the machine and society and the individual human beings as a model of understanding and controlling the world. Then the Empress. The Empress looks like all these little clouds or like bubbles and they're all different countries. And I'm going to assume that it's all the countries that are involved in CERN because they're from all over the world. But it's all of their three letter agency types, like their, their security agencies. For example, we're on there, of course, and so it's NSA, and then underneath it'll say USA. This card, that's the Empress card, is all the different national security agencies on the globe. Strange, right? The Justice card is all about the one world government. Hermit card is Theodore Kaczynski, and it looks like there's his cabin out there in the woods, but then there's a bomb, and inside like this smoke cloud of the bomb, it says FBI. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Why is a tarot deck 
about CERN have the Unabomber. All of these fucking people are weird. That's who the hermit is. It has his little shack, mountains, there's a bomb, and in the smoke says FBI. And then around him, like his face, it says Chicago, Illinois, United States alias, the Unabomber. Status, incarnated occupation, mathematician. What? I'm just like incarnated occupation is a mathematician. Personally, like what I feel like is whoever mocked these up was like maybe seriously tripping on some acid. Mm, I think that they're all very connected. I think these are they go through all these different people that have to do with like the deep roots of CERN. They're reasoning for all of these things. That's just crazy to me. The Wheel of Fortune card is all about cybernetics. See, but that one makes sense. The Hanged Man is Stuart Brand, USA. And then his timeline says Stanford Biology, U.S. Army, LSD Experiment at Menlo Park, which is... Remote viewing. Remote viewing. And then it says Designed World War Four, Public War Games. And then it says Information Wants to be Free, Collective Conscious. And to me, that reminds me of remote viewing or like remote viewing the Akashic Records. It's like overall information wants to be free in the collective unconscious. You can tap into that and information's just freaking running wild. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you on that one. So strange person. Person, right? This list of all these things that this person has to do with. Yeah. The death card is John Van Newman. He's a mathematician. It says Macy Conference's core group member. Underneath him, like, you know, all of his accomplishments and stuff, or it shows the Manhattan Project, United States Atomic Energy Commission, consultant for Standard Oil, <laughs> IBM, U.S. Army, CIA, and Los <laughs> Alamos Labs. Well, you wonder why he's the death card. Los Alam- Alamos Labs? Like, are you kidding me? That's like, we're now we're linked with Area 51. And you're, you're giving me Alistair Crawley vibes. Oh, hardcore, this entire deck. Mm -hmm. You need to go look at the deck themselves because there's so much. Should we buy one? You can't get them. Why? You cannot. I don't know. But there's just so much details. You can look at the cards online. But we can't have that. I'll tell you about it. No, you cannot. Okay. The temperance card says ARPANET. I don't know what that is. But it says in really big, U.S. Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which is DARPA. But it spells all of that out. And then it lists names and projects and places relating to the early internet, like processing, technology office. There's a bubble right there on the side that says SRI, Stanford Research Institute. So we have a lot of like remote viewing stuff popping up in all of these cards. The devil card is all about what is called the control society. The tower card is NSA, the National Security Agency. And it's shooting out of the NSA building. So it's like a car, it shows the building and then shooting out from there says banking, email, airline, cell phone, internet, finances. And to me, that's just showing like everything that the NSA is monitoring. And then there's eyeballs all around it. And on one side, it says DARPA and the other side says INSCOM. And then it says TIA, Total Information Awareness Program. And data mining? Real-time feedback? Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> it's weird. Okay. Then <laughs> the moon card. The moon card tripped me out. The moon card. Transhumanism. And it says post-genderism. Techno-evolutionary control. Post-humanism. AI. Mind uploading. Cloning. 
when you read through the list of all these things on the moon card, that freaks me out. Yeah. It talks about like the place that would that your mind would be like plugged into. I, it's, it's just freaking weird. Moving on. The star. It's one eye. Then it says crypto analytics and it shows two brains that are connecting into each other. Around it says quantum computing, artificial intelligence. And then out shooting from there says DARPA, dream sharing, mind reading, mental prosthetics, ultrasonic headbands. I'm just like, what the fuck? We're talking about connecting two people's brains together. I mean, this to me reminds me of Black Mirror, like some of the shit that you would see on Black Mirror. Yeah, very. It almost looks like between the two brains, there's like kind of arrows connecting them, like they're giving each other information back and forth with each other. Exactly. Like you would be in sync with the person next to you. Like you Mm -hmm. could just plug our brains up together. our brains are moving on the judgment card is really strange it just says ethics probably like yo we need to check ourselves where are our ethics we don't know the world card has like world war one world war two and then it says it just says www so what the fuck does that mean world war what world wide web oh how did i not think about that so then is there a connection there between the internet and war? I don't know. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Right? Why would there? Uh, that's strange. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm going to start to jump around to some of the ones Just that kind of jump out at you. Jumped out at me the most. So I'm going to jump okay. to the six of chalices, which must be the six of cups. So that one is really going all into dream sharing. It says thought-based networks, network-enabled telepathy, dreams recorded ultrasonically from the brain and can be shared online. So that would be like being able to like, bro, I had the craziest dream last night. Do you want to watch it? And then you just like plug your brain up. I could upload it online and we can all sit and watch my dream. I like that though. That sounds fun. No, that sounds freaking weird. Okay, moving on. The two of pentacles. It looks like an atomic bomb going off. It says the intercloud, global data, enlist global security agencies like it did in the other one, like NSA, CIA. But it also lists Google, Apple, Yahoo, Intel, Oracle, Amazon, DARPA again, and then EMC squared. What the fuck does that have to do with anything? I don't know. The Three of Pentacles was also an extremely crazy card, if you're looking at that. Mm -hmm. Cybernetic systems of intelligence, gatherings, feedback, behavioral control. And then it lists names like Facebook, MySpace, LinkedIn, Flickr, Twitter. And then it talks about social media monitoring. And under that list is, well, and it also says like active listening. And then it says CIA and QTEL. It's just strange. As we go on, I can tell that all these cards are kind of saying the same thing that what we see is like a jump in technology. We're all like social media. We can link on our phone to our email to where we're going to our friends and our book. But really, like all of this is a a means of control. Mm -hmm. So that one was really weird. And I think that's when I started to really gather like, okay, I can see what's going on here. Mm -hmm. So then the five of swords says, don't be evil in quotes. Don't be evil. And then it says Google, Google Watch, entire web stored in Google database, cooperation with governments and CIA, files on world populations, genetic DNA, online domination, total control, 1994 funding from dark and NASA and the U.S. National Science Foundation for Digital Library Initiative to Stanford. And it's pretty much like the creation of Google. Then they had the creation of Google. 
I'm just like, this is a lot deeper than I thought it was going to be. The Seven of Swords is about cybernetic seance, the Macy Conference attendees. And then the Eight of Swords is all about the United States Cyber Command. You know, one thing that stood out to me about all these cards is there's so much, it's such a heavy U.S. influence on almost every single card. It has to do with something with United States Army, our national security agencies. And it's interesting because when you think of CERN, you don't really think of United States placement. But what you're seeing in these cards are that we are. Yeah, we're not really like involved in it like that. Yeah. Okay. Ten of Swords, all about DARPA, U.S. Defense Advanced Research Agency. So see, it's like every single card is heavily focused on United States military industrial complex, really, but also linking that up with different technologies and stuff. The Knave of Swords, is that how you pronounce that? Mm K-N-A-V-E? The Knave of Swords, which I'm guessing is supposed to be like the Page of Swords. Please pull that up. This says the interplanetary internet. It shows a grid, right? But it's like our solar system. And then there's these different points where they're almost like intersecting and connecting in these little clouds, which are basically like stations. And it says interplanetary gateway, DARPA, CERN. And then it says JPL, NASA. And it says right there, developed internets, wired and tetherless. And it's like... I don't... They're putting in our face. I feel like that we can... Like, we're already banging back and forth around the universe. This is interplanetary internet. I'm interested to know, with all the little clouds that are around it, what those little symbols mean in it. You know what I mean? And, like, everything above it has, it has like, all these eyes, but, like, a lowercase eye, and they're drawn, and then uppercase eyes, and some have more than others, and it's just very confusing. And, like, what is that IG? Is it Instagram? See, all the different... IGs are the interplanetary gateways. So it's like this grid. Mm, oh, okay. I get what you're saying. So there's a gateway to whatever is on that cloud. Yes. That's like the station. What's in the fucking cloud? I think that's just like the station. That'd be like the airport. Yeah. So we can go through these airports and we're like, beep, going to Saturn, going to a different place. This is what I feel like. This is the kind of shit that people like Corey Good has been talking about. Not saying everything he says is real. The ideas. I'm saying the ideas of like, oh, we're already interplanetary. This is like secret space program shit. Yeah. We're already doing these things. That's what this card looks like. And it's just really interesting that the big players here are DARPA, CERN, JPL, and NASA. I mean, but we've always known that. I mean, yeah. The King of Swords is all about Timothy O'Leary. It's his eight circuit model of consciousness goes around like a clock. And then it says again for terrestrial and extraterrestrial survival. I remember if we go back to the other card I was talking about, the magician, and it says extraterrestrial survival. I'm trying to figure out what this means. We have to go through this eight circuit model of consciousness for terrestrial and extraterrestrial survival. I don't know. It's just very interesting. The whole thing says to me, drugs, science, transhumanism, occult, secret space program, aliens. This whole deck so far. And I mean, you could sit there and really dissect each card. That's exactly what I'm doing. There's so much. Like you could spend hours on each card and you could probably find a lot more than I'm just going over. I was just writing like the biggest things that I found that were kind of strange. Why... Why is this a tarot card for CERN? Why are all of these things on these cards for CERN? 
If anyone wants to look up at these cards, it's SusanTrister.net. That's Susan, S-U-S-A-N. Trister is T-R-E-I-S-T-E-R.net. You can go through the cards. You could also click on the cybernetic seance in which one of the cards are about. And there is a recording of this seance. And so I think the seances were happening at the Macy conferences, I think. I couldn't even listen to it all. It was like layered and it was creepy. And the more I was listening, the more I felt like that was this mind control all all on its own. And I just, I clicked out. I wrote it down for like someone else could listen to it. I can't. It's just fucking weird. It has like the picture of the seance, like everyone sitting at the table. It's just so weird. Click on it and listen to it. And it's just, what the fuck is going on? So First glance, CERN seems very innocent and very special for this scientific work that they're doing there. And then there's this really strange side of art that is very deep in occult practices. And so I feel like that's what's going on. I feel like everything in these cards has to do with maybe the founding fathers of CERN and what their goal really is, what they're really after and exploring and and probably creating for the future of mankind. Mankind. What do you think? I will say that when it comes to science and we're talking about things that we don't know. People like to throw out conspiracies or, you know, religion and things when there's things that they're uncertain of. Mm -hmm. And I think that we have to, as a society, try to consciously not do that kind of stuff anymore because we should know better at this point, you know? No, it's the opposite of what we're doing. Yeah, it's, we should, yeah, there's some weird shit going on at CERN. Does it mean that they're creating black holes and jumping us in and out of timelines and a bunch of time travelers are there and there's a bunch of mystics with fucking tarot cards. Who fucking knows? Look into it. Don't jump to conclusions. And shit's weird out there, man. I I think that over the years that me and you have been doing this, the more and more we look into these giant agencies, you know, NASA, any any part of the United States government, all these, it, it always comes back to some sort of occult thing. So occultness is deeply ingrained into all of our past. So no matter what you dig into, you're going to find a little bit of it. But it's what they're doing with it now. And I don't know. They're not running right now. Like nothing's going on there. They've been shut down since 2000 or 2018. And this is the second of their big shutdowns. It's called the second like long run. They're doing some upgrades to it and it'll be turned on for the final time in 2021. And they'll do a little bit, few more experiments for a few years and then it'll be shut off forever. Yeah, because they're building a giant one. That's huge. Yeah, because they're building the new one. Yeah. Ginormico. Mm-hmm. Listen, Linda, I think that there's deep shit happening in CERN. I agree. I don't think that they are bringing back the devil. No. I don't think they're making sacrifices. No. I don't think that there's Hollywood movie stars going there to have like weird shit. I don't believe that. But I definitely think that they're finding out information about things in the cosmos and they're keeping it to themselves. And who knows what kind of help or galactic hands are down there guiding them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have to agree. There's there's weird stuff. You guys go check it out. I'm sure someone else will find something else that we we missed, but there's a lot of strange stuff happening. It freaks me out when we talk about transhumanism. I think that's so unnatural. That whole thing freaks me out. So I hope that's not the direction everything's going in. I hope CERN won't blow up the world. I don't believe that they will. I kind of feel like we would see some more shit by now if that was the case yeah, going to happen. Sure. Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. I understand all the hype right in the beginning, but come on. It's been a long time, mate. Yeah, it's been, you know, it's been a good decade now. We should be, we should be chill with it. 
however long a decade is. Isn't it a decade like 10 or 12 years, something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A decade's 10 years. Yeah, there you go. It's been a fucking decade. And some change. And, and some fucking change. So we'll see what happens. I wouldn't be surprised if shit hits fan, though. This is the year to do it. I hope everyone is safe. I hope no one else is on fire or no one in the hurricane's path. But we are here for you guys. Stay positive and keep your head up. And just be chill, guys. Be good with the vibes. We love you all. We appreciate every single one of you. Uh, Stick around for after the music because I do have some voicemails for you. Nice. To listen to. Awesome. And, you know, as always, I just want to say fuck you, Mountain View, California. But if you are going to get fucked, please do it at a safe distance from the fire because we do want you to fuck yourself. We just want you to be safe about it. Oh my god, I wonder if they're burning down. No, they're not in Mountain View right now, but who knows? Who knows? It's going crazy. It's just like California is just going to light on fire and then we'll just sink in the water. Sorry, I'm trying to end on a high note. I know it didn't sound like it. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I know you just keep depressing <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, guys, keep looking up to the fucking skies. If you can see through the smoke, if you can't, take a nap. Say meditate and then go to the stars. We love you all. Love you so much. We'll see you guys soon. We love you. Sounds good. Bye. Goodbye. I'm Bree. And I'm Jamie. Tell us about that one time. Hi, Jamie. Hi, Bree. This is Cindy Marie from Passions for Peace podcast. And I wanted to tell you guys that I got both of the answers to the remote viewing correct. I'm also a Scorpio. Hey, Brie. I've listened to all your guys' podcasts, and I work 16-hour days, so you guys need to put out more content. And also, I have a theory. So I did a sleep paralysis episode where people have seen a man with a hat every single time they have um, an episode of sleep paralysis. So what if that is the men in black waiting for you in the corner to wipe your memory. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. I'm Bree. And I'm Jamie. Tell us about that one time. The one time I got to be an alien freak got me on TikTok and uh, I think you guys on TikTok, so Load up a video with this voicemail. I think it'd be very hilarious. <laughs> Thank you and uh, goodbye. <laughs>